Friday the 19th of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee. Shane, uh, slightly worse for wear this Friday. You Tell you what, you were, you were hanging out with the glitterati last night. Tell me more. I was, mate. I had a, had a work lunch. So I had a, it was a day-nighter, as we call it in the, in the game of cricket. Uh, into We have beer and pizza night at Alan James's house once a year, every year. So the two wars mm. were there, Mark and Steve. So it was good to catch up with them. Brennan Julian, gorgeous man that he is. Um, Simon Kadich uh, and Gavin Robertson. And um, yeah, it was really, really good to catch up with the old boys. And plenty of good stories last night. And But unfortunately, a few too many reds, Timmy. Oh, well. You've got you, the one thing about a hangover is you know that it's going to get better. You know, it's a bit, it's it's one of those nice ailments to have. At least you know you're going to get better. All right, we've got a huge show on the way. We're going to talk cricket. Um, there's so much going on. And Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker, what about some of the signings in the rugby league? He is with us as well. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Well, Shane, uh, they, they do need something, the Wallabies, and Taniela Tupo. Could he be the secret to getting this win over Wales and not breaking this 45-year history that we don't want to break? We don't want to break it, do we, Timmy? But he will give us some real power in the scrum. And look, he played the first game against Scotland, but uh, had to leave the field due to concussion and, and missed the, the last match versus England. So, yeah, he comes back into the team and, um, yeah, and hopefully, as I said, give us a little bit of power in the scrum and a little bit more go forward, mate, up front. Yeah, he's certainly dynamite. There's no question about that. Mm. So, yeah, that's happening this weekend. Australia playing Wales. We went down to England, down to Scotland, and that 45-year history is how long it's been since we've lost all matches in the UK. They really want to win this one. Now, Mumford, Shane Mumford, he's had a couple of retirements. He's, he's a bit like John Farnham, but it looks like he's coming back. <laughs> this will be the last time. Yeah, I was going to say it's more like Daryl Summers. Um, he keeps coming back. No, look, he retired for the first time in 2017 and then uh, ended up playing three more years at GWS um, and retired at the end of this season, 2021, and has now just put himself in the world, nominated himself for the draft. Um, so I think what he's going to try and do there, he's going to be working in and around GWS, but if there are any injuries, he can then, not nominated through the draft, he can be picked up and um, and play if needed. So, yeah, I think good on him. If you still want to do it and there's still a bit of a hunger there, why not? Let's have a look at the cricket and Boxing Day. Uh, I think there's a lot of excitement, isn't there, about the crowds that are going to be at the cricket this summer, Boxing Day Test Match, into the Sydney Test Match, and we almost expect things to be normal. We definitely will. So Melbourne have said they're almost up to 90% double vax down there. And that means that there will be 100,000 people at the MCG on Boxing Day, Timmy, which will be unbelievable. And um, I know the people of Melbourne will be looking forward to that one, that's for sure, because we all know they've been locked, well, the longest lockdown, I think, in the world. Yeah, absolutely. 275 days or something like that. What about this young Canadian spin bowler? Pretty much unknown. He's phenomenal. Man, he's done well. Um, Zayed Safar uh, is 
has become the first player ever in T20 cricket to bowl four maidens, so four overs for no runs. Mm. Unbelievable in T20 cricket when you think bowlers generally go for between 25 and you know and 45 runs off their four overs. So to bowl four maidens is a is a really good effort. It's a bit like that kid in under tens that's five foot taller than all the rest of them that just manages to bowl <laughs> 25 maidens or something, four for none. Uh, and look, Matthew Wade has come out and mentioned something. Look, he played so well, didn't he? Particularly in that semi-final, and he was injured. Yeah, he's, he had a side strain. Um, didn't want to get it um, scanned for obvious reasons. Um, he probably thought, and that could have been his last game, the final. Mm. Um, and luckily, that we didn't bat first, so he wasn't required to go out there and swing hard because he could have probably tore the whole muscle off the off the bone. But um, yeah, he got through it. And uh, look, he he had, he had a really good tournament, um, particularly as you said in that semi-final where he smashed him and got us home and took three sixes in a row to. To beat Pakistan was a, was a really big effort. And, um, yeah, I think he'd be really, really, really proud of that tournament. Yeah, and a little bit of horse racing. We've seen some amazing mm. jockeys come out of New Zealand, Jimmy Cassidy's brother Larry, and there's been many, many others. But James McDonald, Malcolm Johnston's come out and said this guy could be the best of all time, the Muhammad Ali of jockeys. And if you look at his spring, he won the Everest on Nature Strip. He won the Melbourne Cup on Very Elegant. Plus this, plus that, plus this, plus that. What what makes him so good, Timmy? Do you think? Oh, just his balance, his brilliance is you know, yeah. and and sometimes when you see a jockey on a horse that might be at longer odds, but their name just pings at you, he's got that kind of magic. Mm. Yep, James McDonald. All right, this is afternoon sport coming up shortly. I love this time of a Friday. We've got Brisbane comedian Shadwicker. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. Oh, it's time to talk rugby league, plus many, many other things. Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker, how are you? I'm feeling good, guys. I'm feeling good here in the sunny uh, state of Queensland. How are you guys doing down there? We're doing well, mate. We're doing well. Now, listen, let's start with the West Tigers. Um, they got their checkbook out again. Yeah, a big signing going on at the moment. I mean, obviously still questions around what's going to be happening with their halves situation, but Isaiah Papali'i, which mm. is the well more said. confusing one because you've got Papali, then you've got Papali'i, $1.8 million to go to the Tigers. They need to pay people big to go there, though, don't they? Uh, yeah, but they, they're building, aren't they? Because there's all the talk about Josh Hodgson as well going there. They do need these kinds of signings, as you say, to do something. But Tim Sheens is making an impact. Warren McDonald's back as recruitment manager. So Michael Maguire has all this support around him. A little bit of chatter about Kevin Walters today. Uh, someone's thrown out the question. I think it was Paul Crawley in the Telegraph. Is he... An NRL coach. No, mate. I reckon he's probably got the hottest bum in the in rugby league for this coming season, I reckon. <laughs> like, you, 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 should, you know, you guys should do this. You should, should do a uh, hot butts episode that we can do pre-season and then during the season, which coaches and players have probably got the hottest seat. I reckon Kevin Wilder's at the top. And while we've just mentioned the Tigers, I think Madge is probably the other one as yeah, well. Yeah, big time. 
that are probably looking at, would be looking over their co- uh, shoulder at uh, assistant coaches at the moment, especially with Ben Eichert at the Broncos. I feel like it's going to be no nonsense next year. It's going to be you make the top eight or you're gone. And it must be tough for Maguire too with having Sheen sort of breathing over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. When you've got the guy that took them to the promised land yeah. just sitting there making all the decisions. <laughs> Hell, yeah, that'd be like coaching with Wayne Bennett above you. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about the NFL, mate. What's happening over there? Um, someone, it took them two years to get a touchdown. Mate, this, uh, this NFL season, has been giving a lot of gifts. If you're a fan, fan of your American sport, now's the time. If you're trying to get into the NFL, now's probably the time as well, but it will also be a season that will confuse you into backing one of the worst teams ever. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got upsets going on left, right and centre, like the Jaguars have only won one game, beat the top-rated Bills last week. It was an amazing kind of week of upsets. But the big story for one team, the Patriots, yes. who I think after Tom Brady left and the season they had last year, everyone was like, these guys are going to be awful. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it into the Super Bowl. They're now starting to climb up the favoritism because they've strung about six wins in a row um, together with a new junior quarterback. But one of their big stories this week was their wide receiver, Jacoby Myers, held the NFL record for the most amount of games and the most amount of yards without scoring a touchdown. Wow. Two years, hasn't scored a touchdown. NFL record. And on the weekend, he managed to score his first one with a 25-yard catch, breaking the biggest dry spell in NFL history. So my question was for you guys today, um, how long's your dry spell? What are we talking about? In the, in the sack or <laughs> on, the, on the field? Well, it's very telling that that's where you went straight away there, Shane. So, <laughs> How many years have you been married for, Shane? <laughs> 16, mate. You work it out. You do the numbers. We'll take a break. Okay, now what about – what? look, I've been to the Staples Centre um, and it's an amazing cathedral of dreams, isn't it? Sporting dreams. I had the opportunity to watch the late Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal and sitting there watching the basketball and, you know, there's Hollywood actors, Donald Sutherland and all these. It's It's got a, a sense of magic to it. It's now called Crypto.com, Chad. Mate, probably one of the strangest calls ever. I mean, mm. it was – what is it, 940? I think it is million dollars US. Ooh, big bucks. The crypto.com. I hope they pay for it in cash and not in Bitcoin the way the last <laughs> week's been going. But, um, but massive change. And not, you mentioned sporting events, but not only that, this place is also the Staples Center was where Michael Jackson had his public funeral. Yeah. Mm. Like there's huge events that have happened at the Staples Center and it's known as that across the world. I find it hard to believe that people are going to start calling this place crypto.com. You know what I mean? It's going to be like how the ABC still calls everywhere their original park name, like Suncorp mm. still Lang Park yeah, down yeah. there where the Broncos play. Parramatta Stadium. Which makes you think what a waste of money. I mean, this, these guys have spent to try and rename the Staples Centre. It got me thinking this week, though, like what are the worst sponsor names for stadiums? Because the NRL's rife with it. Yeah, they've got like, you know, Tostitos, which is their like Doritos over there has like uh, named a stadium. They've got all sorts of different names. One of the best ones I found, if you want me to share, boys, yes, please. is actually from Scotland. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if you know much about the uh, football club Livingston FC, but uh, their stadium uh, has been named since 2015, has been called the Tony Macaroni Arena. <laughs> You're joking. I didn't know Scotland was famous for their pizza or macaroni, but oh, Tony yeah. Macaroni Arena used to be called Energy Assets Arena. Now it's Tony Macaroni, named after apparently a famous pizza and pasta food chain in Scotland. It sounds like a song from the 80s. That's gold. <laughs> Everyone's got their price, don't they? I remember 1-300 Smile Stadium in, uh, in North Queensland. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. That was a good one. 
Isn't that's that one of the worst? Is it still yeah. that? I think it might still be that. Well, no one plays there anymore because they've got the brand new stadium, don't they? But uh, it was dairy farmers. Manly had Crazy Johns. Was it Crazy right. Johns? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, there's been some interesting ones. Now, uh, what about what about the Dolphins? Um, what are you making of the Dolphins' uh, speculation? Here, some players are holding back. We're seeing that this with Jerome Hughes in Melbourne. You, you know what I feel like? Uh, I feel like at the moment I've seen this all before. Um, and what I mean by that is being a suffering Warriors supporter, how many players have used the Warriors yep. as a bargaining, uh, bargaining chip to get yep. their contract to get boosted mm. up? And I think that's what's happened to the Dolphins. I mean, they won't say that that's happened, uh, but I think everyone pretty much assumes all these people that they've been linked to have purely been doing it to just get an extra 100000 or so dollars on their contract at the negotiating table. It makes me really concerned because you would think by now they would have signed a marquee player. Storm locked up uh, Munster and, and Grant before they could even get a mm. foot in the door. The only one left is the cheese, but from what I gather, he's going to be going to the Roosters. Yeah, there's good mail. He's actually going to do that too, I think. But, um, yeah, so what will happen? If there's no players there, who's Wayne Bennett coach? Well, my here's another thought I had about it because I was getting a bit concerned but, uh, you know, Redcliffe, the Moreton Bay region, great feeder club area, and a lot mm-hmm. of the players that are great from that area have been poached by teams getting in before the Broncos could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there could be an opportunity here that, you know, they might under- end up just uncovering a whole bunch of great players through their feeder yeah, system. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that might be how they choose to start. I mean, $10 million in money. Like, they've got $10 million bucks to spend. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. They're getting it somewhat. Like, okay. They're gonna get someone. <laughs> they're gonna get lots. Don't worry. Anyone, anyone that's coached by Wayne Bennett gets stars, and that will happen. Do you think Christian Welsh? Like that's like some of the other names they're throwing out there. I'm like, I'm not that impressed. Paulo Welsh. Mm. Like I'm like, yeah, cool, but I'm not going to be giving them the marquee status. I'd rather, if that's what you're going to do, sign a bunch of forwards that are going to do great. Because we all know mm. that if you have a really good forward pack, you can kind of sort out the rest. With some pace out wide. Well, yeah, I, well, I, I actually heard Tony Macaroni's going to the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, Tony Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that, that will all lay out in front of us over the course of the next year. Clint Eastwood, of course, is in control. He'll be talking out the side of his mouth, Wayne Bennett. <laughs> come on, come with me. They will have a decent team, but it's going to take a while before they fire. Unlike you, Shad, you've been on fire today, mate. We'll talk again next week. No dramas, boys. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you today to Shad Wicker and thanks to our sponsors. Yeah, wonderful sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our brilliant producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, back next week with your daily dose of sport. Have a good weekend, guys. Take care.